What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm here with Matt, as always. What's going on? And today we've got a very special guest on uh, Matt's two offspring, Adrian Grayson. What's up? Today is going to be a anime episode. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. to MomoCon, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. MomoCon. Definitely not MumuCon? Not MumuCon. No, not MumuCon. Not MumuCon, <laughs> you sure? No. So, uh, first of all, like, the MomoCon, how long has it been called MomoCon? I don't know. It's, <laughs> I mean, how big it's, is it? It's big been is going it? on for years. Yeah, it's like yeah. a few years old. How, like, this particular one in Atlanta, and the scale of conventions for anime, how big is this one? It's, it's pretty high up. I mean, is yeah, it like in the top it's one, double, two? It was double the size of the other ones we went to. And it's it's higher East up. Coast, it's probably the largest. Yeah, I would say. It's so. definitely popular. It's Yeah, yeah I would say probably besides maybe New York. Yeah. And yeah. even then, like you probably have NYCC that's bigger, that's like conjoined yeah. type of thing. For yeah, a little, just a little disclaimer. This is definitely an area that... I don't have any expertise in yeah. per se, and Josh has a little bit more than I do, but not a ton. So we're definitely relying on these two to introduce us and help convey and, and get a better understanding of what anime is, and also you know get a sense of uh, just the culture that is anime. Because I mean, I find some parallels and similarities definitely with the fandom that I have in other areas. So I just thought it'd be an interesting topic to to cover, especially on the hills of uh, MomoCon. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing I'm curious about with, with, and the reason I brought it up, Momo is, you know, like a big internet meme and stuff like that. So, I'm curious as far as, like, branding and stuff like that goes. And this is something that nobody is going to have an answer to. But, um, you know, Momo's been out on the internet, has, has definitely gotten some bad publicity recently. I'm curious about, like, how that does for the brand for MomoCon and how parents, especially of younger teenagers and things like that that may want to go to MomoCon view the conference but different story different place probably yeah but. I mean I, I, I'll be ignorant I'm, I'll play ignorant I don't even know what that is so. Momo yeah that's the one that either. yeah Momo's the the internet thing that has been it's, it's a it's, oh, it's a, a statue creepy, creepy chick yeah. statue of some dude that created it in Japan oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is yeah I know what yeah. it is yeah yeah, yeah, and so yeah, it's yeah. like going online, telling kids to like kill themselves, yeah, like yeah. very explicitly how to do it uh-huh. and stuff. So, uh-huh. well, at first it was yeah. just a joke, like they just put the face in as a joke because it was stupid looking. Yeah, but people kind of, kind of like ran with it and stuff and took the name. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that it went farther than that. I do yeah. remember vaguely that that story. Yeah, exactly. What I mean, again, I, I mean, I don't know, and I'm sure that you guys probably aren't sure either. But what does Momo mean? When we say MomoCon, <laughs> when I looked up what MomoCon was, it just said it's MomoCon is you know East Coast, you know anime festival for gaming, anime, comic books, and whatever have you. But anyways, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that ties yeah, in. I mean, I'm not I'm, sure what the, what that means. I'm definitely digging into it like way too deep. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. On on you know I mean, obviously there's a big turnout for you guys, so yeah. like it's not like a, it's they're hurting the brand or anything yeah. like that. So I think most people understand that it's separate. Just, um, just, just something that popped up into that. Um, 
so you know you guys went um what was the exposure like what what did you guys see um what kind of piqued your interest did you guys learn anything new um about anything that's coming out uh you know things like that well there was nothing exactly new it was just a bigger scale we didn't go to the panels or anything but mm. they they had one other thing we didn't check out was there was an indie game scene where that was the developers testing out their games with people and i guess some of them come each year but that's the only thing that was new really because the other conventions we went to weren't gaming um it was more or less just a bigger version of the smaller ones it's just a big hall with a bunch of people it's really hard to get around there compared to the other ones just a bunch of people selling all their stuff and we uh, we didn't we didn't do all of it we just kind of did that portion what's in the genre as far as gaming goes like to like the the only thing that i can really think of is like the doki doki um, oh. library oh. club type of thing or reading club visual novels yeah that's like that type of thing. thing that's a complete anime dating thing. sims dating sims yeah the dating novels. sim like the one they weren't testing that. those. It was mostly RPGs and like pixel-like games. Yeah, they had that one called Tiny Army. That yeah, kind of cool. like that. That's a new one coming out, Tiny Army. That looked cool. I think it's going to be a Switch-only release. I think. What is it? I, I just it was more. I mean, again, I just it was a flashby. It was, it was really crowded. So if you if you started to stop, you were going to get moved. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically, there were a couple people that had already found the 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 seats and were doing the test playing or whatever. So it would take you a while to get onto it, but it looked more like um, like an open field battle situation with like little tiny soldiers, and you had command of different portions of like tanks and soldiers, and there was like a larger battlefield that they were on. I'm not sure what the context was, or you know, but it just looked like a, it looked like a neat game, something. So else. like a, they've got like the miniature type of thing for like D and D guys that have like the the fully built out. Like I saw uh, some YouTubers this past week that had like buildings on top of like this this like 20 by 20 type of set or it may have been bigger but um they they had uh you know these buildings and then they put in like um the, these miniatures for like um end game yeah they had a one thing I, they didn't have this guy the, what you're talking about they didn't have the buildings per se but they had gaming tables that were probably at least i don't know six by three or maybe even longer but then they had different inlays that you could slide into the tables, but it was all basically graphed. Mm -hmm. So you could literally take, like they had different, um, they had like just dungeon, they had desert, they had grass, or whatever it is. So, you know, whatever you're playing at the time. But it was completely like, you could see how that would definitely more very easily into a tabletop D&D &D type of approach. And I saw a bigger push too, when we were walking around um, on the way out, they had a whole other section that was dedicated just to tabletop gaming, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool because that's kind of a lost genre, you know. Uh -huh. Well, I think it's making a renaissance. Too. They are, right. and you're yeah. right, yeah, because they were they had D and D was there, mm -hmm. so there was a piece to that. But today it was at Barnes and Noble as well, and they're actually starting a D and D program at Barnes and Noble of all things. Oh, wow. So, and it's you know getting kids to come or anybody, I mean, kids, adults, whoever wants to play. And it's a three-hour session, and they do it, like, so far they had one date up. But I'm sure they'll continue with it if it goes, because it makes sense because they sell stuff. But yeah. but anyways, I think tabletop gaming is making a comeback. So you saw some of those pieces there. The one guy had a table of um, uh -huh. just a boatload of those little miniature, like, little yeah. lead-painted dudes and stuff. Most of it was, uh, uh, what's that other, what's that game? I forget. Um, I don't play it, but. Yeah, but, like, the, the tiny soldiers or what you're talking about, is that, like, yeah. kind of the feel? 
of it, or is it more like uh, COD or like? I think no, it's it's game. more of it's more it was, of a, yeah. It was like a move your units kind of thing, I believe. Yeah. But once again, right. we didn't play it. But yeah, it, it's it was not. It's definitely not that. It's more of a, like your um, like a lot of them are going retro with the gameplay style too. It seems like. Like you were saying, like the pixel, the smaller pixelation yeah, of people and stuff. Yeah, indie stuff. Staple for indie and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was something more along the lines of that. It wasn't like a great resolution type of thing. It wasn't like, you know, first-person shooter. It was more, reminded me more of when you played, um, this, like, Sid Meier's Civilization. Have you ever played that on uh, PS3? Yeah. Yeah, it's so similar to that. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, more, yeah. Or, or earlier Warcraft. Yeah, like or, that. Um, what was the Ages one? Yeah, Age of Empires. Age of Empires. Yeah. yeah, it's a long map, but it looked like it was much. It was more cutesy Geared and fun. To, yeah, you know. So I mean, th- those are some of the things that I saw that were that were neat there. Um, again, I I was at a loss because, I, you know, it's not my wheelhouse at all. So I I mean, I, there's a ton of stuff I didn't get, understand, you know, looking around, seeing the stuff, but it was fascinating to see the amount of people that really really were committed and into this as well but so what's moving on the market guys like yeah. what's what's going like what's what's being presented like within the near future as far as anime goes well i can tell you kind of how they market anime is just seasonally right yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. It's basically every season yeah About one show gets almost like 40 one show gets really popular Per season, pretty much, and it's just the hype behind that show is crazy. And then it it dies off instantly. It's like then it, it's yeah. like a trend every time. So what's that? What's that one show? <laughs> right season? now. Yeah. Um. When was Darling in the Franks? That was that a huge was, one. Uh, the end of 2018 was that. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest one. But right now. I don't know what it is. Well, no, my is kind of it moves. What happens with that show is it comes and goes. Because like, if you think about like One Piece, there's filler episodes all the time where nothing goes on. Okay, so I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, yeah. so help us clear this up. So yeah. Josh and I, who are not anime guys, right? Yeah. We know One Piece, and we know some of the general Gerard characters Daniel. and some of the older, yeah. 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 some yeah. of the older stuff. But so you explain to me how the transition occurs from Japan and how they consume it, and then how it transitions and how it comes to us and how America. Yeah, transition. companies bring it through. Well, how does that? How does that happen? Take me from step yeah, one. So you've got, you've got like you're the, in Japan. You've got like the yeah. You've got you've got like the the um. What's the big Japanese um uh, distributor so, over there? Shonen Jump. Yeah. 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 So how does so that work? Those guys. Shonen, well, Shonen Jump is just a weekly magazine. Okay, yeah, that's how you get manga. Mm-hmm. You get simulcast chapters once a week from Shonen Jump. And it's like a subscription thing. Usually, the best... I mean, I don't know if they do this for a lot of things, but most of the time when they're popular, they get the anime adaptation while they're going on. Mm-hmm. So you can read ahead in the manga, but it, of course it's new in Japan at that time yeah. when the chapters come out. And yeah. they'll make the, the anime stop, let the manga go farther. I prefer it whenever the manga's finished, and you know it's it's finished and good, because then they'll do an anime-only ending, which is just weak. Yeah, uh-huh. They, they make filler for it. Okay, so, so give me an example of one that, okay. that's been that way. The, the best example is Fullmetal Alchemist. <coughs> the 2003 version, they made it while the manga was going on, 
And it was Shonen Jump. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't Shonen Jump. No, it was uh, Viz, right? Well, Viz did it. I, that's the publisher. I don't I don't know when it aired. Well, I think it's immature who published it, but yeah. anyway, so you yeah. have anyway, this source the material. The first 15 episodes are exactly <laughs> canon to the manga. And um, then they, they took, took it, it and, and they just went, and everyone still loved it, but then they had they re-released it exactly canon to the manga, which I think is the better version completely. Because they just it just ruins it whenever it's not like the original source. So you're saying that they did 2003 release, followed a true to manga. 15 mon- episodes. 15 exactly, episodes. Exactly because then, and then that was the book and done. No, the manga was still going on, and so they kept going with the anime. And then they kept going to the end, but then the but anime started veering up. off. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Now is that a common practice within the genre? I don't or know. Or do they normally that that's stick super to common, the that exact situation? But usually they stop whenever they run out of manga material. And they'll just never get a second season or the manga will finish. And people will go to switch over to that or it just, just gets forgotten about. So once that, once these things come out to Japan, to, to those main markets, right? They get produced into anime. And then is it the same company that's pushing the anime or is it a different company altogether? Well, the, it goes straight to Crunchyroll. Okay. Which is how so. they bring anime to the U.S. and that's, Funimation. That, yeah, a, Funimation was the big Funimation, one. Funimation, they about, do yeah. English releases. Yeah, they're yeah. dubs. Yeah, the the big dubs between uh, either English or Spanish, right? They've got a Funimation sector for Mexico, I think, is, is huge on. I know at least Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is, like, huge in yeah. Mexico where they've got, like, a Funimation sector for Spanish over there. But, <clears throat> but Funimation is not available through – it's only streaming, right? It's just no, they're going like, to like, like, like... You can get it on a cable package or... No, no. No, no, no. It's a streaming service and they do Blu-ray and DVD releases. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But Crunchyroll doesn't do Blu-ray and DVD. Well, and they do like... Uh, they've got like... Um, they've got shows on cable like Toonami through Cartoon Yeah, Toonami has oh, yeah, yeah, popular yeah. stuff. Yeah, Hulu does a lot of stuff. With, with Funimation, they've got um, uh, Titan... Attack on Titan Yeah, I think Hulu... Hulu and Crunchyroll are partners right now. Or are they? Because they used to be partners, Crunchyroll and Funimation, and you could get them through one service called VRV. Yeah. And then they, for some reason, they branched off, which yeah. was stupid because he paid nine ninety nine and got both of them. And now you have to pay. Oh, pay yeah, you have to pay separately. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not stupid on their part. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. Frustration, right? It's annoying. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Well, again, with that, the, the double service, you didn't get all of Funimation, but you could get all of Crunchyroll, which was mm-hmm. another stupid thing. All right, so again, so, so that I understand this. So they released this in Japan. Mm-hmm. comes out, in a, is it weekly? It's weekly, right? Weekly. Mm-hmm. Weekly magazine, which is Show and Jump, right? Well, that's, there's jump. plenty of different original sources. Right, but the yeah. main, but the, like, like, Not, okay, so I like, if we're going, say, if we make a comparison to say DC or Marvel, it's like that. Almost. It's Shonen, right? Kind of. Yeah. To my understanding, much. it's kind I mean, of like that. Okay. Yeah. So they in that book that they put out once a week, is it one? It's one chapter. It's usually. just one chapter of it's one character, book. or is it multiple characters and you get a chapter of each of them? No. It's so it's like a bunch of different manga series in one book. Right. Okay. So it's one chapter for each manga series. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but then they go on. Some of them will take breaks and then never come back. That's another thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I mean, it's just a showcase of what's available right now yeah. versus. Yeah. And if they they stop yeah. being popular, they get dropped. So they don't do they don't do like in this like in the state side they don't do like a book, <coughs> like you don't go by just a Batman book, or just you know no. like you would get. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and get a chapter of each one of them in that book. Yeah, it's not like. It's, well, I don't think they comic books release like that. They just release in volumes, right? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, but you can volumes. do, but vice, um, versely with the the manga, you can go and buy, like books of manga. Yeah, but that comes out yeah. way, way after. after. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um. So you know, if you guys were to. <coughs> To if, if so, you take somebody like your dad, or or you take somebody like me, who doesn't have a whole lot of exposure to anime, and you were say, you know, this to get you hooked on to like one series or like one character, um, who would be that character for you guys individually? Character or series? Well, character or series, whatever. whatever you okay, think would be so kind of like how I try to get my friends into anime is through just telling them to watch one of the most popular shows, so that being, like, Naruto or... Yeah, there's, like, there's basically three or four options. For, like, mm-hmm. for completely new exposure would be Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball, and, um... One Piece. Yeah, One Piece, yeah. Uh-huh. So... Pick one of them usually. What was your first exposures? We watched Naruto. Naruto. Each of you both watched We just Naruto. watched Naruto, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and then from there, you know, you just kind of see what else more. you like. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically... So Naruto's the gateway what, drug. Yes, yes Naruto's, Naruto's the gateway drug. I don't think it necessarily... For these guys, it has to be... Or it is, I don't think it necessarily has to be. Like, if you go... If you're, for some reason, you're able to... If you're our age, right? And you're yeah. able to Yeah, up, exactly. Like, if you're able to dig up um, some Gundam or yeah. um, some, like... I go back, dude. I, I would admit, I, yeah. I mean, I'm an Ultraman guy. Yeah, so, Ultraman. I, I mean, I go back. That's back, back, back. And I even told them that, which they did just release on Netflix, a new yep. Ultraman series. It's a, you know, but I remember the no live English action. No English on that, though, right? What's that? So no English dub on that, right? Back in the day? No, no, on the new one. No, it's no... dubbed. Oh, is it dubbed? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's completely dubbed, yeah. So, but uh, the one I watched was live action. So, oh, yeah, it yeah. was all really old school. But, um... That was really my first exposure to it, because then at that point it moved into kind of like the the uh, Shogun um, mechanical guys and all that type of stuff, and then I kind of dropped off, and I never paid attention to it again. So that's yeah, kind of like what Gundam was back in the day. It was, mm-hmm. it was like Shogun or Shogun. Is that still around? Gundam? Or what? Are they still doing stuff with Gundam? Yeah. Oh, Gundam gets new releases all the time. <laughs> oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. I just haven't seen like a. a I'm full not. I'm anime not hip release. to Gundam, but. I just know every every couple seasons there's a new Gundam. Well, I mean, I'm not either. It's I mean, it's just like one of those things that have been around for forever. It's been around since at least the early '90s. Yeah. And same thing with Dragon Ball. They're like 1984. If you're following it way back, mm-hmm. the Japanese release and then U.S. release. I think it was like '89. Whenever the original Dragon Ball series first started. Mm-hmm. So. Well, what um, which Grayson? What's your favorite manga? My favorite manga? Or fa- well, okay, let's get favorite. let's let's clarify that. Yeah, let's, let's, clarify let's do manga anime, manga, anime. all that type of stuff. Let's okay. Explain that. Give us definitions for that. So basically, what happens is like if a manga is really popular and a lot well, of people. What's manga? Well, manga is just it's it's basically like a comic book. Okay. Except you read it backwards. It's black and white. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's not colored. Almost no exception to that unless it's a re-release. Mm-hmm. 
But um, basically, so that's that's what a manga is. But if it's popular enough, or if like I don't know how else it is, but I'm assuming just if it's popular enough, they'll make an anime adaptation. Okay. But uh, there are some really good mangas that don't have anime adaptations. Like there's some mangas that shouldn't have anime adaptations. Yeah, based that's... on like the content, it just uh-huh. fits better in a manga. <clears throat> Golden Kamui. Well, Golden Kamui is a really good manga about um a guy in like what what era what era is it? I don't know. It, it's a <laughs> it, it's um it's old Japan. Some it's some, old Japan. There's like, there's like an era. The dynasty, the back in the showgrounds, yeah. and the... it's not. No, it's later than that. It's, it's like Russo Japanese War post that post, stuff. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Early industrialized Japan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's basically on the on the verge of industrialization. I think it's the Edo period in Hokkaido. Edo period, right? Yeah, Edo period. Edo period. I think period. is what they call it. And it's about um, a guy who um, he's, he was a soldier. He the, he's a soldier. He got kicked out of the the military for killing um, an officer, and he has to find tattooed skins on people. He has to ki- well, he doesn't always have to kill them. But he has to find the tattoos and copy them, and it's a map to gold. Oh. But anyways, um, it got an ad- anime adaptation that's it, it's pretty decent. It's straight to... Another thing I like is when it goes from manga straight to anime, because sometimes they'll they'll mess around with it and add things or add filler, which is completely different. But, but that got... But another thing that this one suffers from is CG. Um, the, the CG in just about every animal, um, anime is awful. Well, do you think that's because of the time to release in the U.S. or because they I mean, cut corners though? It, it's oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah, because we're lazy. talking about like a we're talking about like a, a schedule that's that we would see might, in the I states. I think a lot of it is is for it. It speeds up the process. Yeah. And it just looks completely lazy to me. Well, you know, you're watching something that's entirely 2D, and then they just like throw yeah, in exactly. a 3D model. Like in the in the new season of Attack on Titan, in the first one. The yeah. colossal titan is 2D. Yeah. And now he's 3D. Okay. And uh-huh. it looks absolutely terrifying. horrendous. Not in a good way. Yeah. So I mean do you think do you think those corners that they cut though is is like reference like if you think about a US TV show that comes out we're talking about like a maximum of 24 episodes a year mm-hmm. versus we're talking about um, with anime it's once a week until the anime's finished. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. To where, like, you know, you've got, if you have 110 episodes of a single anime, it takes less than, or it takes just over two years for it to finish. I'll say That's that one more time. So, with anime, from my, from my understanding is that, that regardless of, of how long or how in-depth the anime is, they release weekly episodes, mm-hmm. no seasons, just continual weekly episodes. Oh, no, no. They, the thing about seasons is just about everyone cuts off at 12 or 24 episodes. Uh-huh. So it's done then. Okay, so, so it's similar to... Things get pushed back. But yeah. what I don't understand is why put CG in instead of push it back whenever it looks bad. Gotcha. I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think they think it looks bad, but it does. Like gotcha. I, It's just so obvious, but they just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. But yeah, they get, they get cut off at 12... And they either wait and have another season, or get twenty four and it finishes, or twenty four and wait even. But it, it's like a it's like a schedule. There's gotcha. just a schedule completely. Yeah. Four gotcha. seasons a year, um, about forty shows per season, and it's just really organized. Okay, so they do have a break between that. Mm-hmm. So I'm good too. So gotcha. they have an option to wait, but gotcha. Yeah, I'm just thinking of things like 
Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Super, and the they they continuously like yeah, that's like that they had filler in those though. That's the thing. Yeah, they but still, I mean, you have got an animation department working on drawings and stuff like that, regardless of mm-hmm. filler. They've got to produce continually produce content. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh-huh. the, that's mm. the difference between um, My Hero Academia and One Piece. Gotcha. Because My Hero Academia no takes breaks and it's yeah. quality all the time. One Piece gotcha. is a quality show and a quality story, but an even more quality manga because there's no filler in the manga, which they like recently they just repeat things that happen from important scenes that happened maybe six or seven years ago in the short the story, <coughs> and they'll just. They'll just throw that in because they have to have an episode out every week because it's profitable and popular. But, but My Hero Academia waits. I'd... So you're saying that with One Piece, though, it may be filler, but it's content still. It's, it's, con- it's something to throw out there. It's yeah, just, it's, but it's not just a, a, a piece that doesn't have substance. It, it, it doesn't it's have kind substance. Of a, Most yeah, of the time, it doesn't have any substance. No relevance to the plot is what it is. It's, just... it's not can- non-canon. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that are canon are still filler because they've been shown multiple times. So, um, we've talked a little bit about about anime and, and the concept of anime and some things that, that would be easy to jump into for anime. How do you guys feel about um, things jumping over to the anime realm and then <coughs> vice versa? Um, Netflix has been doing a good job with bringing um, westernized anime, basically. I, I don't know. I didn't watch Castlevania, but Grayson did. Yeah. It's, it's a westernized anime. Yeah, it is pretty westernized. It, it was looks good. It was. It looks good. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, there are some. What's the premise? Well, well it's Castlevania. Yeah, it's well, pretty yeah. much. It's yeah. Trevor Belmont though, so it's him, and then you got Dracula's son, and they just they just go fight. It's pretty basic. They just go fight Dracula. Okay. It's like I think it's like. It's it, there's not a lot of episodes. It's at least like, like eight or so. I don't know, but I enjoyed my. My watch yeah, see, that too. kind of thing is good. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. But whenever they bring anime to Hollywood, it's it's not good. Netflix also does this. They they make adaptations and just live action adaptations. Yeah, you know? some of the live actions are pretty bad. I've, I I like, haven't watched any of them. There's only one that's considered good, I think, and it's Erased, and I think it's in Japanese still. What I, is, I just is, think it's on Netflix. Well, what what is it? Which one? Erased. Um. Oh, Erased. It's an anime that I really like. So the adaptations of Death Note, the live action Death Note, live action Death Note was garbage. Garbage. Um, but what about what about Dragon Ball Evolution? Yeah. Um, I don't have to see it to know that's bad. I don't have to see it. I've seen like clips of him. He's like, I don't even know. Is that Goku? I don't know. Yeah. What about the last Airbender? Yeah. The, I remember, you know, I've never seen. I've it. never watched the TV show, but I did. Apparently, see that the movie the was movie really was bad. was very bad. So these these. Uh, these western uh series brought to the anime world um you've already hit on one with castlevania you have um voltron you have uh even going back as far as like samurai jack yeah oh yeah um you know how how do those compare (coughs) up against the the animes that that are originate from japan i haven't seen any well you oh, know, you I can just yeah. say from I haven't watched Samurai Jack. Like just looking at a few and you know, I've seen clips, but just a comparison from what I've seen to just normal Japanese stuff is definitely the the way it looks is just slightly different. Like with Castlevania you can tell that it looks much more westernized, but if you haven't like seen a lot of anime, you definitely wouldn't be able to you just look at it and say 
well, that's well, that we're gonna say like westernized anime. anime. I think of like Cowboy Bebop. Like oh, yeah, yeah, I is hear you, but similar to that, or like no, just anime that's in the that was made here, basically. Okay. That's what yeah, I mean. uh huh. West, no, I mean, but like as far as like look and feel of things, is there has, there, mean, has there been quality anime that has come from, from America? Uh, um, even like branching the out. The only like, thing I really know is the Netflix ones. Uh, what, yeah, about, what about like uh, Ninja Batman? Oh, you know, I really want to see that, but I. I haven't, I haven't been able to. I, it looked pretty good. One that was all CG though, yeah. wasn't it? Which is one thing that kind of discouraged me <coughs> from watching it. Once again, was CG. But I don't think it was. I think it was like. I'm not sure what it was, but I know I wanted to see that as well. I haven't seen it it's yet. On DC app. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I started watching it the other night, but I fell asleep. Not like because the it was bad. Just I fell. Asleep. It was late. <laughs> um. Cool, man. So, you got any? Well, I just want to know, what, so what are your favorites, though? I mean, so if we are to, like, say, okay, so <laughs> someone that's going to, like, hey, start watching the anime. These are my favorites. And you don't have to say that. You have to go by genre. Okay, yeah. I was, okay, well, okay, we'll stop. See, there, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, genre. Well, mm-hmm. how many genres are we talking yeah. about within this umbrella? There are as many genres for anime as there are just television shows anime in general. And exclusives. It's well hit the highlights. What 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 are we talking about? We got superhero we anime or we something. Got shonen, basically. Yeah. Okay. Action we and got... comedy is kind of roped into one thing, which is basically yeah. Action shonen. Comedy Punch Man shonen. type of thing. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, action comedy. That's like definitely the biggest kind of. The biggest kind. Shonen is huge. That's the biggest thing. For it, anime. it relates to the bi- most big, um, the widest audience. Yeah, Westerners. Because it's basically meant for teenagers. Yeah, I mean it's not meant for them, but that's a target demographic in all shonen. But and it's a lot of it is predominantly shonen. Uh huh. But uh, there, like I said, there's also like so many different genres like romance, comedy. You, you, so the standard. Just, I could sit here for it's, it's hours. Standards, yeah. All right. So what, what? Okay. So that all being said, there's obviously good in all of those. Mm-hmm. The, what are the ones that you? What are the ones that, the that you guys think the highlights? The ones that you the would best say. Genres like I mean, if you said, oh, there's. There's different, of, like if you were to pick out of, yeah, like regardless of genre, if you were okay. to pick out like your top, you know, four or five, yeah, top okay. five, top uh, five. It's mostly shonen for me. Yeah, um, it's mostly my action. Favorite but... is, it would go Death Note, and then Hunter Hunter, One Piece. Um, what else, Grayson? I mean, we kind of well, this same is your favorites. top five. Yeah, two left. What else you got? <clears throat> um, top five. It's hard. It's hard to narrow it down by that, you know. Okay. I mean, those are all, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. That's my third Definitely. favorite. Brotherhood, not Brotherhood, the two thousand three adaptation, but it's it, they're different. Very. Different. What are your top ones? Well, I can't really. That would that would take me a long time to just think. But one of my favorite, like, so for an example, like my comedy anime. There's a lot of good comedy anime, and there's a lot of bad oh, comedy anime. Way more bad than good. And um. Like bad as in like you have comedically to s- bad or no, like bad bad, bad in general. Bad, yeah, just, as just in, like you have to you have to sift through a lot of garbage. Like you have to really like Especially anime seasonally. to to See, just defend only, some of this there's stuff. There's only like five or six good shows every season. Yeah, but the best comedy anime hands down is Nietzsche Joe. Nietzsche Joe is the best comedy. It's just like a manga as well. Yeah. So what's the story of Nietzsche Joe? There's no story really. There's yeah, it's really just daily events in these yeah, people's that's lives. A, that's, that's an anime exclusive genre, basically a slice of life where all it is. Is you just follow characters just doing the things they do every day, uh-huh. and some of it's really boring, but some of it's really entertaining because it depends on the writing and the characters. 
Mm-hmm. Another really good slice of life anime is Barakamon. You know, they it's just this guy who lives. He gets he moves to this island to like find himself kind of thing, and he just ends up living there. And you see all the locals, and it sounds boring, yeah, but it, there's not much to it. But it's very good. There, yeah, there's beauty in the simplicity of it. You That's know, what it is. but and then it, it can go horribly wrong. I think too. anime does it really well. And I haven't watched enough Slice of Life to actually see, like, a really bad one to, like, I don't know. Have you seen any, like, really bad Slice of Life shows that just do it all wrong? I just stopped watching after two episodes of, like, two or three. <laughs> I, I don't pick up a Slice of Life unless I hear it's good. Because, you, yeah, if you don't yeah. hear about it, it's probably not that good. But, that yeah, that's that's one thing that you get with anime is Slice of Life. And it's it's a really cool thing to check out and just watch. So if you're going to recommend one, you would say check that out? Yeah, definitely. Barakamon and Nichijou are both really good. Nichijou's more comedy mm-hmm. kind of standpoint. If yeah. you want a slice of life, just ordinary person doing an ordinary thing, then yeah, just watch something like Barakamon. It's something I really enjoyed. What, what, what would you recommend to watch? Best, well, are we talking slice of life still? No, we're not. No, whatever, just, whatever, just ever. I well, mean, the best slice of life is the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. That's oh yeah, that one's that one's really good. That's that's the best slice of life, without question. No, just other <laughs> shows. Though. But my favorite de- is Death Note. It's it's just. So what's really Death Note? Good. It's about a guy who, a teenager who just finds a, a notebook that kills people, and it's <laughs> well, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's how he. It's about his decisions he makes, and uh, his morality basically. Yeah, it's kind of like. It's it's two different scale. It's it's a psychological anime. Yeah. It's about just justice and how people view it is kind of what they try to get across. Is like if the law is always right or if it's morality based. Is like if it's right to actually kill everyone who just does wrong things and stuff. It's it's like from an extremist point of view to like another extremist point of view, and it's kind of like an in between gray area where they just kind of. I'm no. getting. Are out. the names yeah. that are listed in the notebook bad people? Well, yeah, he kills. Well, it doesn't. It's not all. At first, not, at first, he uh he gets the death note and he decides he. And death note being the notebook. Yeah, the, the, that's the notebook, okay. and he kills criminals. He starts small time, you know, yeah. just to make sure it works and get all the. So what does he do? Just oh, John Smith is in the well, notebooks. He wants yeah, Smith he, in well, he starts with the so news. He has to kill these people or the book? You just well, he, say he it writes it in the notebook and then he kills them. Oh, yeah. well, how does he know the name to write in the book? Well, he starts with the news, but his father's a police officer oh, and stuff. Okay, so hold on. So the book doesn't actually have the names. No, no, no. So no, it's no, like you no, have no. a notebook, and if you see someone that's being a D-bag, then you can yeah, write Yeah, you just off them. You yeah. could write their name in the and book. And you can and also... Then, then next day, you check the news, and the guy's gone. Was it five yeah. minutes, or... I think it's... Seconds. You can also control, like, how they die. Yeah, you can write the cause of death. But yeah. if it's not specified, they just die of a heart attack in 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's a default, then. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, most of them are defaults. <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't like really... Press OK for any option. Yeah, he doesn't get option. too creative. No. Yeah. no, but that's also one that's, that had to run for eight books, right? Um, well, yeah, it depends 12, on what you read. 12 volumes. It has a beginning and end. And uh-huh. that's it, though. And they have done nothing. But the beauty of There's, this one, they haven't touched it again, right? They have They've come it. out with some other stuff. Well, they touched it. Just like one-shots. 
But I mean, as far as the source material, the material itself is like it has a distinct beginning stuff. and a distinct end. But there's extra stuff. There's extra thrown in and stuff. But, but as far as like a one-off series, like like you, you could, could read it and read then it put it down one. and you'd be finished. Yeah. For other shows, it's not always like that. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much how it goes for that. So that's definitely top of the list. Yeah, and I that's one thing I really for like. Read and watch. Um, yeah, it's not, the same thing. Not including live action. Yeah, no, you definitely no. don't watch the live action first. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think. not first. Oh, yeah. I, I think just turn you off. From if it. you want to watch something after, just to laugh at it, sure, check well, it out. I mean, the guy that played the demon or whatever is uh, Willem Dafoe. He did. Yeah, he did a really good job, but they really job. they completely changed the character. So what happens is the Death Note in itself just belongs to like a god of death, and he just drops it, and he's there purely for entertainment, and he gets the notebook. And our main character, the teenage dude, he just gets it and he says, I'm not going to do anything to mess with you. I'm just going to give you this and see how it goes. I'm just, I'm just a spectator, basically. And in the movie, they completely change. They, like, make him evil or something. And he's just, like, destroying things and oh. making me- – I, I don't get it. Like, they, I thought it was very interesting when they introduced him as, like, a non-biased, just watching the whole thing go down kind of – god character you know mm-hmm. a god's not gonna get involved in mortal stuff i don't know that's just me but yeah no that's an that's what this is all about just your opinion so so death note all right number two for me oh. it'd be hunter 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 is really good i'm not even finished not with finished it yet, what is it it's just another shonen. Like, they're all kind of the same. But I understand what you're saying. We don't know what another shonen is. This yeah. is like, you're it's, teaching it's us. Another, I have no idea what it is. Who's a, the dude? It's Who's another the... battle comedy series. But it's about a kid who wants nothing more to, than to be a hunter, which is, um, it's just people who, you have to take a test in order to get a license, and you can... Like, hunting what? Aliens? What are you hunting? When you're a hunter, you're yeah. basically... Like a just like a, you're a professional. You're a at professional, basically. Fighting, basically. You're just, you can do whatever you yeah, want. You, like you you're a bounty hunter type license player? License to kill. You can do a yeah, you get a, you get, basically it's a free pass pretty much to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of how it is. You can sell it. As soon as you get your hunter's license, they don't really care oh, what yeah, you do. Oh yeah, and there's bad hunters too. Like, they're, yeah. They don't you can care, see how people. Now do the hunters hunt other hunters? Yeah. Or do yeah, hunters, well, hunters can get killed for their licenses. Because they can sell. Them. That's they're, the ex- the exam portion is like you have to take an exam, and then basically whoever passed because you can die in the exam and they really just don't yeah, you, they they don't care at all. But um, if you pass your hunter and that's it, then mm-hmm. then they just stop. So it's not really about that. It's about the main character. Gone. Yeah. And what's his, his name? His name's Gone. G O N Gone. He there's it's not go in. No, it's Gone. Okay. And. There's five <laughs> distinct arcs to date where it's just him going through his journey as a hunter. Like, it's, it, it's not about it's not about other hunters for the most part. Yeah. It's not about the concept of being a hunter. It's yeah. about his yeah, yeah. story. It's and, him. It's not it's not hunter oriented. It's gone oriented. Yeah. And friends. And friends. He yeah, has friends. And, uh, yeah, he has a few friends. Every shonen character yeah, has friends. Say, yeah, they have like there's like a team. Entourage of people. <laughs> Usually consists of like one really big dude, yeah. a dude that looks like a chick, a little skinny guy, okay, the feminine and then like dudes, a little animal thing. And there's a feminine dude. The feminine that. dudes are everywhere now, yeah. and I think it's kind of goofy, but... So that's really wise. Oh yeah, there's yeah. always a wise character yes. in Shonen. There's a wise character. There has to be. 
The splinter of the yeah. group. Yeah, where's the guidance come from? <laughs> um, but yeah, Hunter x Hunter is really cool. And it's not, you know, when you get into a shonen, there are a lot of, like, tropes in shonen. There's a lot of things like, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah, or, it's always, oh, that's going to happen here. Yeah. But with Hunter x Hunter, I think it does a really good job of not kind of showing these tropes all the time, you it's know? It's not tropey, and it's also not for kids. It's like, there's a bad guy that he has to fight, right? Yeah. It's pretty early on in the show. And he just destroys him because he's not strong enough. Yeah. And I mean, that happens in some shonens. And then he comes back, right? Yeah. And usually when a shonen character comes back from a beating, they're going to be yeah. the and one the giving the beating. The they win the second time. But he comes back and he gets beat again. Yeah. So I think that's really cool to show that, you know, this isn't a typical anime. He's not going to yeah. come back with a new form and stuff and just, yeah. like, wipe the floor with this guy. Having a new form is a trope. And characters, characters last more that way. And people become more interesting, I think. That's what I kind of liked about, like, One Punch Man is that, that he kind of goes on and, like, the whole the whole bit is that, like, he's just so tired of, like, yeah. the thing that he's doing because uh-huh. it's so easy. Mm-hmm. And, like, from what I've seen of it, he just never, like, he dreams about, like, that that one point where it'll become more than just what it, it has been and, like, he'll be able to beat somebody with more than one punch. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it just never comes to fruition. Yeah. And, like... He's kind of like living this groundhog day of things. <laughs> yeah, you know it's a trope when they can make a whole show about it being a trope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty cool that they've got, like, within this genre, they've kind of been poking at the genre itself. Yeah. And, you know, I think recently they've they've been doing a pretty good job with not being as tropey. You know, some of the newer shows, I mean, there's, there's always well, going to be the tropes. Thing, the, the trope now is main character being transported to another world. Oh, Isekai. Isekai is what it's called. (laughs) Most of it's hot garbage. Yeah, that's a huge thing right now. Yeah, that's what everyone likes. Um, There's there's one good Isekai show, but that's pretty much all I've seen. There's there's a few good ones. I can probably say about five that I've seen. But the rest of them, there's hundreds. So we've got got, um, Death Note, Hun Hun, right? Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's the, what's number three on your list? Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. Again, it's all, all my top favorites are shown. I have a lot of favorites, but like my all time, it's just, oh, that's it's what yeah. relates to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I think it's the majority me. of the audience would like, especially in today's day and age, would probably relate to that a little bit better than they mm-hmm. would for anything else unless, you know, I mean, and we've already hit on Death Note, but like mm-hmm. the other big thing is like what they're doing with like Brightburn and stuff like that where they're kind of flipping a genre on its head, but the same thing with, like, Death Note, mm-hmm. where they're, yeah. like, flipping a genre on its head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the same way. But, um, so what's what's Full Metal Alchemist about? Um, it's about two kids who try and summon their mom who died using, well, they use alchemy, which is you take something and you can turn it into anything as long as you use that material. It's equivalent exchange is what they would right. say. So they take the average composition of a human adult woman, and they do it, but you, you, they couldn't transmute a soul, so it wasn't equivalent. So they took um, the younger brother's body completely, and the other one's right arm and leg. But he, the older brother was able to transmute um, his younger brother's soul to a suit of armor, So, and then he got like prosthetic arms, like robot arms, basically. Okay. Because um, his friend... His, her, um, her grandma is able to, to do that and the robot stuff. <laughs> robot stuff? Yeah. Uh, Automail is what it's called. Yeah. And 
it's a it's a journey for them to get their bodies get to back. The, yeah, get their bodies back. Like, they they end up joining like the military. Yeah. And I think it provides a pretty interesting view on that is like how the military is using them just to get what they want. Yeah. And it's corrupt and they go on this whole journey and they find that out themselves and then they have a lot of other characters that have been in the military for a while and they're really interesting because you get to see their stance on it too and uh i don't know that's that's one of the best ones i've seen all right so let me get this straight so we got two kids mom dies those two kids discover alchemy well their father's and their dad did it so they they read all his and then he ditched them dad dead no, no, dad's not dead. He's dad's like millions okay, of years so old. Okay, so then they they check out dad's stash and read all his stuff, mm-hmm. and then they try to do this. Doesn't really work out. The one kid loses his leg and his arm. The other kid gets a suit of armor, and then grandma builds the guy a leg and an arm because yeah. she's like Gr- Tony grandma. Stark. Grandma, yes, Basically. grandma is Tony Stark. Okay, and then those, <laughs> then from there, then so then those two forms that they have now, armor brother and arm leg guy mm-hmm. that's when they then they go off and do the military thing yeah yeah they I mean, I, man, i'm not buying I'm not, it's like i'm not buying into it i just wanted to under, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. The, i mean yeah, that's no, how you start yeah, the first yeah. i mean the way we're talking about it obviously is very <coughs> like it's it's not verbatim it's just off but you'd have to see it to understand in a way but yeah you get it it's very base. Well, I mean, I think who we're talking to, they, they can all live in a little bit of a fantasy world and get yeah disbelief of re- or uh, uh, suspension of suspension reality, of yeah, reality disbelief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's there. So cool. Well, um, but what about? I mean, one that I, I mean, I only read. I've read, and I've only read two mangas in my life, but it's been One Piece, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> Where's One Piece fit into the whole genre and world of all this? Well, One like Piece is ones. One Piece is straight shonen. It's straight up shonen, nothing else. It's like you're you're gonna get fighting and jokes when you watch One Piece. Yeah, that's nothing all else. You're getting fighting and jokes. And uh, th- there's something about it that's cool, you know. You know, you just sit down and watch something very basic. It's more creative and, than the other shows. It, yeah, it's really creative in a way because it's not creative in other aspects, but the way other characters like they have these powers and stuff, and it's cool watching them fight. You know, because you get you're you're yeah, guessing it's different what. Different from Naruto, it's just better. Like I said, I only read the two, which I made. Maybe they were like I don't know if it was just single ones or if it was one that had three in them or whatever. But it was the characters that they introduced, which again didn't read much of it. But the ones that they introduced, I mean, it was all over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it's but, it, yeah, but it's still it it worked contextually in the environment in which they were telling the story. Which made it fun and made it interesting, uh-huh. and um, you know, I, I thought it did have a lot of humor pieces in it. But it does, it did play. You know, there was a note of not, not sincerity, but a note of storytelling that was pretty solid yeah. in the mm-hmm. story too. So, one thing I want, I think One Piece does really well is world building too. World yeah. building is the. One Piece is the best for world building. That's another thing that needs to be really good if you're doing a shonen is world building. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? The locations. Yeah, like just each... like introducing the system and the way, like, how the world works for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with One Piece, you got the Navy and the world government. They, like, watch it. They, they rule the entire world. Right. And then you can see, like, how the Navy's kind of corrupt in a way. In a they, way. they have, yeah, because, I mean, obviously they aren't completely... They're the oppressive force. They are, yeah. They're they're seen. There are corrupted people in the navy. They're seen as oppressive. Like they bring on these these huge pirates, 
that have like all this influence in the world government and stuff, right? I mean, you know more than me. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, I think it's pretty cool the way they play that out. And you can see two sides of like the argument there. But whenever um, the main character Luffy goes up against the Navy, he's usually the good guy, even though he's a pirate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just want to shut down all pirate stuff, even if... Because Luffy well, hasn't done it's anything wrong. from his perspective, too, so yeah. you're always rooting for the Yeah, but he's... Yeah. There's no way you could consider him the bad guy in anything yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it, it fails a little bit there, but I think world-building-wise, it's a really cool way they introduce these characters in, like, the Navy and the... What do they call them? The... I'm the blanking celestial on the name. dragons? No, not the dragons. The the um the navy guys, the the like the crocodile. Admiral? The, yeah, the oh. admiral. Not no, no, well, the no, admirals no. are cool too. You're talking but... about the warlords. Yeah, the warlords. Well, the warlords are just pirates that are pardoned by the navy because they're really strong. And they're allowed to do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, they can do whatever they, they want. They can just do whatever they want. That's kind of like the real pirates back in the day. Yeah. When the British yep. would uh, commandeer and give you piracy licenses and you're allowed to still be a pirate, but under the British flag you're protected. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, as far as um, as far as different tropes that are, are not necessarily tropes, we've used tropes in a different way now. Um, as far as uh, different objective <coughs> lessons that go along with the the writing of things and how they're how they're retranslated to the English language. Have you noticed anything that that's significantly changed anything? And I, to to use a specific example, um, and anybody that's listened to this at this point knows that I'm kind of in the bag for Dragon Ball because I grew up on it and stuff. But um, for the character of Son Goku, um, if you listen to the the Japanese version, um, very much or, or watch the Japanese version, um, very much like one character and then you bring him over into the english version and he's more of like a a superhero or super superman type of character to where he's there's a there's a morality shift in that that particular character have you noticed that with any other um type of storylines um from uh a manga to english anime um revisioning you know there's there's one big thing that i can bring up with that is like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure about the whole morality shift stuff, but four kids is like uh, a, yeah, four kids. They've they, been. They'll, they'll dumb it down for kids. Yeah, it's. But that's, it's, that's completely different. What it is, is it's, it's, it's very different from what you were saying, Josh, but it's, it's just a company that they made fan, or fan dubs, no, they just made dubs. And they just completely changed the way the characters are and the openings and stuff for the show. And it's just like you have nothing left of the original show at that point. Yeah, it's just those kind of adaptations, but on like. But that's separate from. Yeah, yeah. For the most uh-huh. part, I, I don't, I didn't watch Dragon Ball, even though like I probably should have by now. But. <laughs> you were not welcome like, in this house until you do. You leave. <laughs> but, I feel like if you watch the sub and dub, like if you go from sub to dub. The only difference is going to be the voice acting, obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, they rewrite the script, but I don't think there's really any changes. There aren't huge differences. There might be changes from manga or any other original source to um, the anime. That There might be changes in that, but usually I either do one or the other. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't really spent the time to like compare. No, I haven't compared mm-hmm. anything. Gotcha. That's that's about all I can say on that. Animated manga translation definitely can be different, but it's it stays pretty much the same. It's, yeah. Unless sometimes you were saying you go from like light novel to yeah. manga to anime. Yeah. Another it. thing is, <laughs> what when you get a real hot mess is when you start out as. Um, one source, go to an anime, and then another source. That's when everything gets jumbled up. <laughs> so, like, most of them are... Okay, usually the animes are fine. Even though they're not good, they're fine. Light novel adaptations... Light novels are just straight-up books with pictures. And they're usually, like, fantasy world stuff. So, like, the isekai, like, the character gets transported to another world thing. is a light novel trope. But, yeah, again, it's straight-up a book with pictures. I don't read them, but... It goes that into an anime, and most of the time they're not that good. I don't like them because they're just. I think they're all the same to me. The way I see it is like if you're gonna, like, end up like like if you see something that you want to watch and you find out it's from this originally, I would like to. I mean, I'll watch it, but I like original source more because it's just like more directly from. Yeah, it's it's direct. So whenever you take three translations, light novel anime then they do the manga yeah and you see the manga in the store and it looks good and it, yeah it's it's basically but they, the one thing they do is you take the the art and it's completely different mm-hmm. well, it's the a... manga art is just not as good as the light novel art or the anime art yeah or it, it's different i don't know if you can like another big thing that i see is, is for me I, I not a big thing but if you're getting something all the way from japan to the u.s you just want to wa- watch or read or just you want to watch or read something that's like originally from the main person that made it because yeah. you know there's been changes you can't say there hasn't i mean they use the word adaptation for every anime just about unless it's original yeah it's an adaptation of something so they will cut things and they will add things which usually if i watch an anime and i really like it and i go to the manga i don't even notice that no not yeah really. it's, it's easy to miss and it's definitely not that big of a thing. It's just source material is a big thing for me. Yeah, I I favor source material more than anything. So you're both more purist. Yes, Basically. we're purists. Like, yeah. if they're going to distort it, why, why even do it in the first place? It's right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <coughs> any any uh, final thoughts on today's subject from either of you two? Anything that somebody that, that has kept up, kept up until this long and is invested you know in what you guys have to say final thought wise you know one big thing for me is like i'll talk about anime and someone says well anime is just not for me you know yeah and i that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit because like like we said before is there's such a huge variety of things you can't just sit there and talk about one anime and like just say oh that's not for me anime in general is not for me. that's like saying oh i just watched this movie oh, movies aren't for me you know it's like i don't know i don't think that you should just judge one thing based on Something that someone's just, and obviously it's just talking about it. And someone's so quick to jump in and say, you know what, maybe that's not for me. I say, why not just give it a try? And, you know, there are so many different anime. And there's a lot of different, like, it's it's just about as different as TV shows. And if Mm -hmm. you have a problem with one anime, that doesn't mean you're going to have a problem with all anime. It just comes across as goofy sometimes. Yeah, because, let's be real, there are really goofy anime. And there's stuff that I think is stupid in the anime community that other people love. And I'm fine with that because, I mean, whatever. I don't really care. Just do your thing. But mm-hmm. when people say anime is not for me, I think they should try to think a little bit more before judging it. I mean, 
definitely if, if it just looks kind of goofy to you i mean don't you don't have to check it out or anything but you know anime is not for me is a really broad statement mm-hmm. not agree mm-hmm. yeah your dad would say the same thing about comic books yeah uh mm-hmm. it's, it, yeah it's the same thing with comic books is yeah i mean i see i see a very <clears throat> i see a very strong parallel to comic books, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and that whole, like we say comic books, and now we can say, you know, manga, anime, whatever. It, the passion runs just as deep on both sides, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? If it's, you know, what you're into, again, like you pick up one comic and you read it and be like, oh my God. I mean, if you happen to pick up, like, let's say Nightcrawler and read that, <laughs> you know, you probably never read another comic, right? Nightcrawler. Strong well, possibility. That's not a um, Nightcrawler so, story. <laughs> no, and he knows I am. <laughs> But by the way, I saw two of them. Not just one, but two of and them. You think they had the Funko Pops that are Okay, but no. The one guy actually had the Nightcrawler painted himself blue with a tail, and then stuck mm. in his back, he had a cloud above his head that said Banff. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, it was bad. On that's, every that's, like, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's cool, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's campy, but it's, yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah, so I mean, I can definitely appreciate it and see it in the way that you know that you know people talk about that is the same way that you and I can have these very deep, lengthy discussions about you know Iron Man and Cap and you know Batman and Superman and things like that. So it's just a whole other it's a whole another avenue that again is still it's an art form. It is definitely something that should be appreciated. I think. Um, I, I, I joke with these guys and I, and I pick on them all the time about it. I mean, Aiden Strictly is only anime. Grayson, he does both comics and, and anime and manga or what have you. But, um, but again, it's just, it's really no different. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's just different, different stories, different characters and a different way of telling it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's going to... It's obviously not going to go away. If anything, I think it's just going to keep growing. It's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think that eventually also with them, and when they find... Like, they've had some bigger, obviously, mainstream pieces that have hit. But I think it hasn't been enough to drive enough people into the genre. Yeah. And I think it is definitely a subculture that is soon to be a regular culture. Yeah, I mean, everything's cyclical, right? And I think that's definitely that's time coming. Yeah. And so I mean I think that we we we're definitely ahead of the curve on this. Like people will be talking more about anime in the next five to ten years than sure. they're definitely talking about them now. Yeah. So Aiden, what about you? Any, any final thoughts on somebody that, that is uh interested enough but doesn't have <laughs> a good baseline for anime? Um I would just um you just Google gateway animes you're gonna find if you if you watch all of them on the list and you don't like one or stick with one then you you, it's not for you at all because there's just a certain like there's a there's a list of shows that it's like if you don't like these you just won't like anime in general so this is like kind of the bedrock like big covers all the different yeah because they have all genres the most most of the popular genres most of the like i mean a lot of them Almost everyone I I know has just gotten into yeah. just straight shonen, but there's there's other kinds. Just yeah, the word gateway anime is what everyone describes as like what got them into it. So who do you think? Uh, and this is you know I, I said final thoughts, but I can't for this one. 
um, while we're doing this. Who do you think's the the most OP um, anime character that's out there? Oh, it's Goku. It's, it's gotta be Goku. I think right? there's Goku. people in Dragon Ball stronger than Goku, but oh yeah, but not not for long, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Goku's I, always got a new Everyone says Saitama from One Punch Man would beat yeah. Goku up, but I don't think... I look at that as more like comedy, you know? I, I mean, he's like... Yeah, so he like, destroys planets, so... Goku yeah. Ultra Instinct. Is Super gonna Saiyan. beat Saitama from One Punch yeah. Man. Yeah, I would hope. So, but if you take that character and you put him up against, like, say, Superman one-on-one... Goku who, versus oh, Superman? I think Goku would destroy I think Goku him. would probably destroy Superman. Yeah, but he wouldn't beat Batman, though. <laughs> I think that no, that's completely different though. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. Batman is badass. Batman needs prep time. <laughs> don't think. Don't. I think, I think I'm telling Batman you right now. A, Batman, Batman is already prepped for Goku, Batman would need Geeky, a whole and Poo <laughs> and PP and everybody else. <laughs> Batman is completely prepped for all of them. <laughs> I think Batman would need an hour in the the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh. So. Uh, thanks guys for coming on yep. uh, it's been a yep. pleasure it's been fun um, if you uh, like what we had to talk about today um, if you if you have any thoughts on what we had to talk about today make sure to leave them in the comments um, on our Facebook page or on Twitter um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet make sure to subscribe we're available wherever podcasts are distributed um, we have our Facebook page we're doing a giveaway on the Facebook page that's going to be exclusive for milestones uh t-shirt giveaway that's going to be um exclusive only to those people that win those t-shirts during those time periods um then we're also going to be selling a t-shirt once that we can get to that point of the the milestone at 100 likes um so um until next week this has been the nerd force podcast